Hello and welcome to Hope with CTE podcast. I will be your host, Chris Boyce. This is my very first episode today, and I thought I'd come in here and introduce myself and tell you what this podcast is going to be about. I want to share what it's like to live with CTE, what it's like for family members to live with someone that is dealing with CTE. We will be sharing stories from survivors, family members, and I will also be sharing what it's like to live with CTE through my perspective. So I thought I would start off this podcast by introducing myself again. My name is Chris Boyce. I am a 16-year brain injury survivor. I grew up playing ice hockey, and in my career, I ended up playing a total of 28 years. I can't tell you how many times I would get hit and lay on the ice and not want to get up. But growing up, we were always told to fight through it. So I did. What a foolish mistake that was. Fast forward to 2007. In one game, I was skating down the ice. I hit a guy head on head. I had instant pain in the back, in the back of my head. And I also saw stars. But foolishly, like I did when I was younger, I continued to play that game. A couple days later, I played a game again. This time, I hit a guy shoulder on shoulder. But something was different about this hit. Yes, I had the pain in the back of the head, the back of my spine, and I saw stars. But I didn't feel right this time, so I decided it was best for me to get off the ice. I went to the hospital, and they told me I had a concussion. Now, I've played 28 years of ice hockey, and you would have thought I would have heard that millions of times you got a concussion. In fact, I never did. All I ever heard growing up was was you had whiplash, or you got your bell rung. So this was a total, totally different um, experience for me to have somebody tell me I have a concussion. I went home from the hospital, went to bed fairly early. I remember waking up the next morning feeling like a different person, not feeling like Chris anymore. I remember staring up at the ste- ceiling, not w- knowing really where I am and also having this terrible ringing in my ears. To this day, I still do. My daughter was going to be born two weeks after my accident, and with all the symptoms I started having from anxiety to dizziness to nausea, it was really difficult for me to continue on with my job. But starting a new family, I just couldn't let my family down so I struggled working that very first year I would continue working despite having so many horrible symptoms year after year it continued to get worse in 2016 I decided I can no longer work and had to file for disability here I am now speaking to you no longer able to work fighting to live each day I've been on 76 different types of medications. I've tried TMS therapy. I've tried ketamine infusions. Sorry, I did not 
do ketamine infusion. I actually did um, two spread of me two spray ketamines and I actually couldn't afford it so I couldn't continue on with it. I did 12 weeks of hyperbaric oxygen chamber therapy that also failed. I've done photobiomodulation that's also failed. So after 16 years of fighting this horrible disease I have come to the realization that more than likely I am not going to get better. So I've decided it's best that I just try to live life the best I can. Now some people might take that as you're giving up and I don't see it that way at all. It's not that I'm giving up. I'm open to new treatments, new therapies, new medications, but I'm not actively looking for them. At some point, you just have to realize, listen, it's okay if you don't get better. Live life the best you can, and if something comes up, go for it. If you are new to having a brain injury or new to suspecting you have CTE, I cannot stress the importance of being your own advocate. I repeat that again. You must be your own advocate no one is going to do this for you. Your family members aren't going to do it for you. Your girlfriend or wife isn't going to do it for you or your husband or boyfriend. You have to do this for yourself. So no matter what you're struggling with, you need to find the answers for yourself. That's where the internet comes into play. I started a Facebook group called CTE and Brain Injury United. We have over 5,000 people right now. And this is where being an advocate for yourself is so important. When you join these type of groups, you're able to share ideas and see what works and what doesn't. So this way you are being, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I'm actually drawing a blank right now. I'm struggling with my symptoms. Um, you have to be proactive in seeking out what's going on with you. Again, you can't expect your doctors to find out always what's going on for you. So this is so important when you're talking to fellow survivors. Um, it helps you realize that you're, you're not alone and you're not some weirdo. I know all too often we hear our, our doctors tell us it's a mental health issue and you need to go see a psychiatrist and you need to go see a therapist. But I want you to know you're not a stranger. You're not a weirdo. You don't have mental health issues. This is all because of your brain injury and you're completely normal. You're like anybody else. You just struggle with symptoms. Before I end this podcast, I just wanted to share some of the symptoms I deal with. And as we progress into other series, I will be speaking about each and every symptom so you guys have a better idea of what it's like for me to live with it. And hopefully we will get other people to come on to this podcast so they can share their stories. But I have sensory overload. Um, it's very difficult for me to 
go into stores, um, going to doctor's offices, being crowded areas. My brain just can't filter out all the information. Um, I get really overwhelmed, dizzy. Um, I start having really bad out-of-body feelings. Um, I do have out-of-body feelings normally where it feels like you're kind of floating outside of your body. You're seeing yourself from a distance. Um, I have rage rage to the point that I'm I'm very scared every time I leave my house I'm concerned that I might flip out on somebody it's not that I'm looking for it but um, it's a big concern of mine we have anxiety we have depression I have suicidal thoughts mainly these suicidal thoughts come on when I get angry hallucinations um, hallucinations for me will come on with sensory overload and then at nighttime I have sundown syndrome which is a uh, group of symptoms usually people with dementia get um, I start getting confused at nighttime more agitated um, then I start seeing seeing things um, a lot of the times it's it's um, scary stuff and I really can't share what kind of stuff I see. Sometimes it's in my mind, sometimes it's straight in front of my face. Um, paranoia. Paranoia for me is really difficult. Um, when I walk outside my house, I think my neighbors are following me or watching me. I walk my dog down the street and constantly turning my head, wondering if somebody's following me. If we're driving in the car, the car behind me is following me. The car leaves and then the next car is following me. This is a vicious cycle for me. Light sensitivity, I always wear sunglasses. Sound sensitivity, fatigue, lack of empathy, lack of apathy. Um, I black out a lot with anger. These are just some of the symptoms I deal with. It's actually 6.30 here in Florida right now, and I'm beginning to have really bad um, sundowning syndrome symptoms, so it's really hard for me to concentrate um, trying to do this podcast, actually, so I'm, I'm really struggling with it. Um, short-term memory issues and... Uh, that's just some of the symptoms right now, but I'm looking forward to having a more in-depth podcast with you guys in the very near future. Thank you for listening.